Property Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. From wherever you may be listening in the world, this is the Max Property Podcast with Fabian Zwan hosting it. This episode will deviate from our standard format in the sense that we will be starting off with a very special announcement. We at Max Property Group have kicked off another Series A equity round through which you can become a shareholder of MPG starting at just 5,000 euros. At the time of recording this episode, we have managed to raise over 500,000 euros in just under two weeks so far. Your status as a shareholder of MPG will enable us to make real estate investment conditions affordable for the masses as opposed to just the privileged few. So get in touch with us via investors at maxpropertygroup.com if you want to know more about the equity round or about us as an organization. We will be happy to help you. But with that said, I figured what better way to fill you in on what it means to be an MPG shareholder than by inviting a certain someone who fits that bill onto the show. Mick Fominas, welcome here. Thank you. Great to be on the show. Glad to hear that. Before we proceed to describing your involvement with our organization, perhaps you could give us the lowdown on the persona of Mick Fominas. Um, well, Mick Fominas... Uh, background is uh, I've taken over the family business. I'm second generation. Uh, my dad is founder uh, of the company uh, for more than 50 years ago. And we have two factories, uh, one for food service and one for retail. And we're in the fish business to be specific. What can I like envision with the fish business? What, what, what are your specializations in that regard? Um, well, at one factory, we... Uh, buy like fillets and portions uh, from all over the world and deliver that into the food service. So we make, we fry, we grill, we steam. Uh, And at the other factory, uh, it's mainly fresh uh, where we do retail uh, packs. Uh, So we we buy abroad and uh, we sell uh, in one factory mainly local and the other one, uh, it's European, European business. Our listeners may, might not know this, but you are currently situated in Spain, even though you're a Dutch national. So could you perhaps yeah, exactly. explain a little bit why you're why you're abroad at the moment? Yes, sure. Um, like I, uh, after uh, COVID, uh, a lot of things went online. Uh, and since my boy now is in between studies uh, and my wife is uh, from Spain, uh, we decided to... Uh, well, have four or five months Spain and uh, me, myself, go up and down and do a lot of online. Uh, so, yeah, the opportunity was there. Uh, we took, it, took that as a family. And, of course, the weather is a little more favorable uh, at this time of year. So I don't think you can com- complain being there in the nice sunshine as opposed to yeah, the exactly, rain over exactly, here in October. Exactly. Of course, that's also a benefit. So now uh, moving on to our uh, organization. Now you're obviously attached to our uh, real estate crowdfunding platform via the shares that you have purchased during a previous uh, equity round. But I mm-hmm. wanted to know if you had any previous experiences with regards to being a shareholder prior to your involvement with Max Property Group. Is this indeed the case? Um, well, I've been always been active in investments next to our uh, family company. Uh, in the beginning, this was with the stock exchange. Um uh, which I did together with my dad. He more or less uh, introduced me to that. 
and later also some real estate that almost was always a bit involved with the business that we were in. Um, and then the last seven years also a bit in private equity and uh, a bit shorter past also in crypto. Oh, okay, so you have the experience, uh, you've diversified. Exactly. However, um, your background is more uh, distant from uh, what we're about, which is real estate crowdfunding. So I, I, w- I was curious if you'd done any property investing yourself prior to getting into touch with us. Is this the case? Y- yes, yes, but um, that's always a bit on the side. So nothing major. And the real estate that we did was mainly through bonds. So you're not really active on the daily operation eh? because a lot of people think what I was my opinion uh, that real estate of course is very interesting but it's also a specialty so um, my main time now goes into the family company Uh, but yeah for for real estate and to be able to manage it it's better to do that by uh, uh, special parties who are specialized Okay, and you mentioned special parties. So, w- with that said, common knowledge then also tells us that Max Crowdfund isn't the only platform that exists through which funds for real estate can be raised. And, uh, Mick, could you perhaps let our listeners know what it was that made you decide to purchase shares in support of us? You know, a, a, an ambitious yeah. Yeah, sure. real estate crowdfunding started from the Netherlands as opposed to one of those other special f- parties you were referring to. Well, um, Max Crowdfund is a local company who was approved by the AFM, uh, the, the financial authorities, and with, with global ambition. Um, and, and, well, to, to give you more of a clue, what, what convinced me is um, I believe in the power of a platform with the transparency of the blockchain. Uh, and it brings together uh, small investors and, and developers, big and small. Uh, and I think that's a big potential. You mentioned big potential, but uh, what's an example of the big potential that we have? Well, I think there's there's a um, huge demand for, let's say, uh, a lot of small developers uh, to get uh, a quick and a good uh, financial, uh, financier, how you call it in English, but uh, funds. Uh, and I think the platform that uh, you have created is the way to go. It's it's transparent, it's fast, it's easy. Um, and like I said, I started uh, with Metscraft to do some small investments. Um, yeah, and that 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 went very easy, very well. Uh, then you get to know how you work, how you guys work, how things going. So yeah, that. Um, like I said, I think that 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 is there's a big demand there. Uh, the traditional financial companies, uh, it's more they get bigger and bigger, uh, and for them it's very difficult to do these uh, small investments. Um, and like I said, the develop the small developers that I saw around uh, till now, uh, yeah, they want to act quick. You know, they have. Uh, they have their uh, property and they want to continue and they want to go on. And uh, to summarize what, you're, what you said, it's basically uh, we have the ambitions that, you know, big global corporations have who mostly target the, you know, the higher end uh, investors. But we're able mm-hmm. to drop the bottom to uh, investing, starting out 100 euros. And we can facilitate the demands of both the higher end as well as the lower end. And that's more or less what 
made yeah attracted your attention to us yeah yeah exactly exactly okay. like i said i started with some small investments uh just to, to get to know how things are working um and and yeah once there was an opportunity to uh be a shareholder that was a small step and uh, one giant leap for us <laughs> so um <laughs> what i wanted to know with regards to the direct communication is uh who instigated the interactions did you actively approach us in the you know at the beginning or did we set the wheels in motion ourselves um no it was a, it was an initiative from my side i saw there was a round earlier uh, when I became a client and then uh, later on uh, there was a round like there is now uh, so everything was done online uh, very easy do the transfer um, and then uh, it was confirmed personally by phone yeah yeah was very easy to do and uh, yeah very good good experience there it's good to know that it was uh, ease of access for you and that the steps were, were straightforward. But how did you experience the, the, the process of creating an account from step one to, let's say, step five? Uh, th- th- did you find it uh, pretty streamlined? Uh, how, did, how was that conveyed to you? Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're used to online banking, and I think most of us nowadays uh, have to do it, um, it's nothing more difficult. Uh, so you have to, uh, of course, do your uh, KYC. Uh, so they have to know you as a customer. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a normal process. It's a normal process. And it's all digital. So that's, yeah, very good. I mean, uh, with other parties, you have to um, do this all by paper and send it over. And like I said, this experience was done all very, uh, yeah, very, very new, very sophisticated. Uh, all online yeah very fast easy good to hear that uh it was quite straightforward for you and that you knew the steps that were that awaited you but it also appears to me that you're in addition to being financially invested in max property group by being a shareholder you are also emotionally invested as well so let's pick your brain and see if your views are aligned with ours uh in order to uncover this i have uh drawn up a short quiz for you to do so um i'm gonna i'm gonna start with question one where do max property group hope to be before the year 2025 um well let's see in the near future uh, max property will grow in other countries uh, and also the amount of projects will grow uh, and actually this is a thing that's already shown on the website uh, so there's more projects than like say half a year ago uh, so I, I think that's for the near future. And then, of course, you, you mentioned 2025. Uh, yeah, when we reach that, potentially uh, an IPO or a sale to a strategic partner. So, yeah, will be uh, will be uh, exciting, an exciting trip to uh, towards 2025. That's definitely what we're hoping for. And that's also the correct answer. So moving on to question two, what will potential Max Property Group shareholders be investing in? Um, well, you would, you would say it very shortly. They will invest in a platform uh, that's working through the transparency of a blockchain. A blockchain makes it easy, transparent. 
uh, and they bring together uh, investors in, 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 in yeah, bring together investors and developers in real estate. And that's two out of two so far. We will proceed to question three, which is the final question. From a financial standpoint, why should investors be incentivized to invest now as opposed to in one of the following years? Um, well, I think with uh, companies that growing that fast, uh, it's always be it's always good to be uh, well an early an early member. Uh, let's put it that way. I think um, uh, companies growing very fast. Um, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's a lot beneficial to be there early. The early bird gets the worm, as they say, and yeah, that's exactly. another third. And correct answer. So good job on this short little pop quiz, Mick. Uh, I hope I didn't catch you unaware. No, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I just wanted to move on and hop on over to this little clip I found. I'm sure some listeners may still be wondering what a Series A round is. In fact, Series A is just one component of the Series Equity Round Scaling System. And this video from the IAF should help to clarify this. Series A investments are broadly the first institutional um, investment that a, that a business will take on. They they start at I think around two million is the is the general data point and and go up to around about about five million. So it's the first um, investment you'll take on from a, a third party investor that is not an angel, um, family or friend or fool. If you're going down the the, the traditional three S route, um, and that is the point at which. Um, Many VCTs like us get first get involved, so we will we will write that that check, and we will recognise that it's probably the start of a, a journey that means that within eighteen to twenty four months you you'll be looking to raise a Series B round, which is probably your next. It will be your next round to be a, a materially bigger round. So if you took on a two to three Series A, you'd probably be looking for a, a five to seven Series B, and it is the continuation of the scaling of the business and a recognition that the first uh, tranche of capital has been put to, to good use and that the shareholders and the management team collectively feel that taking on a bigger amount of capital can take you to the next uh, the next probably the next 18 to 24 months of your journey and into series c and beyond um, we occasionally participate in those series c rounds but by that point it is it is slightly outgrown our capacity we can put up to 20 million in any single investment and the rounds are starting to get to the point where we need to syndicate those out. So it's probably a good good point at me to, to pass over for David to answer on, on, on what things look like at that, that scale. So Mick, when looking at the clip, were you aware of the scaling system uh, ATD as was explained in the video by the gentleman there? Were you aware of it prior to becoming a shareholder of MPG? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's something that was familiar to you before you uh, before you stepped in. I think that's something that some people may be wondering about. But uh, it's it's basically the case that you know uh, you start with A. That's where we are right now. But the ambition is to follow this up with B, C, and D, and that at one point we can instead of raising just a couple of million, that we can raise over the hundred millions and eventually become the multinational that we hope to become. And uh, with that thought, uh, Mick, do you believe that Max Crowdfund will be successful enough to ensure that our organization behind the platform will be able to launch these Series B, Series C, and possibly even Series D rounds as well in the future? Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, not think so, I'm sure, because if you see the growth from the last year, uh, and like I said, I get 
informed very well uh, by mail or uh, when we enter the web. Uh, the 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 goals we were setting with other countries, uh, yeah, it's going ahead. If I'm uh, if I'm not wrong, so yeah, I think there's potentially not internationally. Um, so yeah, if if you see how fast current projects are full subscribed, uh, that's uh, incredible. Sometimes just in a few minutes or within an hour, a project is uh, is, is fulfilled. Yeah, those are really high tension moments because yeah, you just see the the, the clock start counting and then you yeah. see kind of the, the bar to start filling up and filling up and filling up. It's a really pulsating experience. So if you keep your eye out on it while it's occurring, you know, it's just uh, something really exciting to, to, to witness. And what I understood also was that it's not just, um, like I said, big investors who take a big hunch of say 150,000 euro or 250,000 euros, but a lot of small investments also. And I think that's very, very, very good thing. Yeah, that's the idea behind it as well. We can offer the best of both worlds. So like we said before, high-end investors, they can get their share, but also the, the average Joe is also able to step in and uh, uh, yeah, collect his dividends in that regard. Uh, as we mentioned before, Max Pro uh, Crowdfund also provides shareholders with you know the ease of access through which they can invest in real estate loans. Because as a shareholder, you all have already created a Max Crowdfund account and undergone the KYC procedure and completed all the steps, which will en enable you to be just one click away from investing in lucrative real estate loans with returns that rise up to about 12% as an annual percentage. So Mick, what I wanted to know is, uh, have you yourself invested in any of the loans that were placed on Max Crowdfund yourself? Yeah, yeah, several. Some of them already have been paid out. Uh, and the last one I did is a project in Germany. Um, very recently. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I did some from the beginning. Some, some, some of them still uh, are running. You get nice payments every month. Uh, and one recently, we'd given given ROI ROI for about eight percent. Just one final question about the Series A round: uh, Do you plan to purchase additional MPGs? Uh, MPGs for for those of you who don't know are what we call the Max Property Group shares. But uh, Mick, do you plan to purchase these uh, or additional ones during the ongoing equity round? Yeah, yeah, definitely going to look into it. I mean, I'm already confidenced. Uh, with the last one I did, like I said, I did some ongoing projects. So yeah, there's a new opportunity. It's good to know that there's always new opportunities afoot. So uh, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that here. And it's good to know that our shareholders are also enjoying that excitement with us. Yeah, Nick, are you up for a round of Bowl of Fortune? Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, well, Mick might not know this yet, but the aim of the game for you listeners is the same as it always is. Uh, I will spin around the balls in the bowl placed in front of me and pick one out at random. After unscrewing it and pulling out the quote, I will read it aloud and ask Mick to give us his interpretation on its meaning. Mick, I hope you're ready for this. I'm ready. Do not worry about the bumps in the road, but celebrate the journey. A quote by Fitz Hugh Mullen, an American uh, physicist and writer. So, Mick, what does this quote mean to you? Um, I really like this one because it's a thing you, uh, when you set your goal and you go for it, um, 
you often uh, forget. I'm a really sports guy myself, so it's all about setting a goal and at the end uh, win. Uh, but like I said, many times you forget to enjoy the road and the ride and to look around. And it doesn't matter what you do, if you do it in training, if you do it in business, uh, but really enjoy the way to it. So, yeah, I think it's uh, a thing we everybody has to look read it once in a while and to be aware. Uh, yeah, of course, it's good to know where you're going, but yeah, enjoy the ride. Yeah, I agree because uh, part of the enjoyment also comes from the struggle, you know, trying to overcome obstacles. And, you know, you, get, you really get the impression that you're challenging yourself to improve. And then if you're doing it with someone else, if someone's traveling with you, that you're collectively working to reach a common goal. And that can be really rewarding the moment you've achieved it. But if you don't enjoy the struggle, you know, if you don't actually have an emotional attachment during the process, I don't think the reward is as great as it would be if you enjoyed all the way through. Yeah, totally agree. So in this regard, I believe it's a fantastic way to close off the episode. So thank you, Mick, for giving your interpretation on the quote. And thank you for your time as well. To you, the listeners, the Max Property Podcast can be listened to on any podcasting platform. Since recently, we have also uploaded uh, the episodes to our YouTube channel as well so that you can listen to our Max Property Podcast guests speak their minds with subtitles in your native language turned on. Get in touch with us at investors at maxpropertygroup.com if you would like to know more about purchasing shares during the Series A equity round. You will be able to do so until the round closes on December 31st, 2021. Mick, I will pass the final word on to you. Do you have any advice you would like to pass on to potential shareholders who are, let's say, on the prowl for great investment opportunities? Well, the only thing I could say to them is, you know, uh, start doing small investments like I did. And then uh, it's a small step to go further. And I think uh, blockchain together with real estate uh, has phenomenal future. And especially with Max, Pro Max Property Group. Thanks again, Mick, for your time. And to each and every one of our Max Property Podcast listeners, the same goes for you. We hope to see you all back here next time.